Yo, today's QOD is everything is here for us. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quarter of the Day Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton at SeanCroxton.com. We got Louise Hay on the show today. And today's talk is rather fascinating, at least it is to me. I'm sure we've all heard the term psychosomatic. It's how your state of mind can affect your physical body. And what Louise is going to talk about today is how uh, conditions and pains like low back pain and heart disease and breast cancer can be a result of your mental and emotional states. Louise Hay, coming right up. Our back, the back is the support of life. This is where we're supported by life where we feel supported by life. And when there are problems with the back, it usually means that on some level we feel that we're not supported. The upper back has to do with the feeling of the lack of emotional support. It's like my, my husband doesn't support me or my wife doesn't support me, my lover doesn't support me, my friends don't support me, my boss. Feeling unsupported. The middle back has to do with guilt all that stuff back there. And the lower back usually has to do with finances. And where do we have so much problems with the lower back? Sciatic nerve is almost always money. Fear of money, not money itself, but the fear of it. And it has absolutely nothing to do with how much you have. It's how you feel about it. You know, so many people think that money is the most important thing in the world, and if they don't have money, they would just die. But that's not true. There's a substance that is far more precious and far more important to us that we literally can't live without. What is that? Love. Love. No, plenty of people are miserable and lonely most of their life and, and, and live. Air? Air. Air. Your air, your breath. Your breath is the most important thing that you have, the most precious thing. If you didn't take another breath, you wouldn't last three minutes and you'd never get out of this room. And yet we absolutely take for granted that our next breath is there. Look at us, we're all in this room breathing and I'm not saying don't breathe, there's not enough for me. <laughs> we assume that it's there. And when we exhale, we don't think about where's my next breath coming from. <laughs> now. If the power that created us has given us enough breath to last for as long as we shall live, can we not begin to trust that the other things will take care of themselves? See, life is here for us. Life is here to support us, to take care of us, to be here for us. The entire planet has been put here for us to play with. We have everything that we shall ever need. It's already here. Only we have to know it, and we have to trust it, and we have to acknowledge it. Do you realize that there is more food on this planet than people could possibly eat? There's an incredible amount of food. Yes, it is true that there are people starving, but the food is here. There is more money on this planet than we know how to count. The money is here. 
Now, there are lots of people who are very broke, but the money is here. There are billions of people on this planet, and yet you will have people tell you that they're lonely. It has nothing to do with not being people. It's what we're doing with our heads. Everything is here for us. For every dis-ease on this planet, there is a plant that'll cure it. Everything, everything is here for us. And the more we begin to trust life and acknowledge the beauty and magnificence of our own being, the more we find everything we need. It just pops up. Okay. Lungs have to do with taking in life. This is the breath of life. This is where we take in life. And we have the ability to take in just enough to get us by, or we can fill our lungs and really have all the cells in the body work well and our brain cells work well. Traditionally, for generations and generations, women have been very shallow breathers because we bought this story that said we're not good enough, that we're second-class citizens, and we began to believe that we didn't have the right to take up very much space, and we barely had the right to exist, and so we take in just about enough air to keep us going. <laughs> That's changing now, and it's wonderful. And one of the things that really excites me today is what's happening with women in the gyms. You know, we have worked in the fields for a very long time, but I think this is the first time that I'm aware of where women have really gone out for sports. And you see some of the female bodies in the gyms these days that go out and exercise. They are incredibly magnificent and just wonderful. And they are taking in life and taking up space and taking air. And I think it's beautiful. So people who have lung problems, people who smoke too much, people who have emphysema and things like that, they're cutting life off. They're saying on some level, I don't deserve to exist. Or I only deserve to exist a little bit. Breasts have to do with mothering and nourishment. And when there are problems with the breasts, there's either a mothering problem or a nourishing problem. It's very similar. We can overmother people or situations or places, and then we get into trouble. However, every woman that I've come in contact with that has breast cancer does not nourish herself. It's like you give and give and give and give, and they're not taking nourishment for themselves. And of course, there is resentment about it. See, resentment is a pattern that eats away at the body and becomes cancer. Resentment and anger are very different. Anger is and you scream and yell like a baby. Babies get angry instantly, and they yell and shriek, and then they're through. And two minutes later, their smiles will just light up a room because they've gotten it out. What we do is we take offense at somebody for having done something that we created to begin with, because we're all 100% responsible, and we don't do anything about it, and we put it down in here and we start to let it seethe, and it boils and it eats away at us. And if we have it long enough, we can create cancer. See, diseases like arthritis are, are created from things, patterns of criticism. Arthritic people are always very, very critical people. Now, they may be sweet on the outside, but that means that the criticism is turned inward, and they're doing a constant negative put-down number on themselves. 
Fear can come out as anything from baldness to ulcers to poor feet and lots of things in between. Uh, guilt always seeks punishment, and punishment creates pain. So if I see somebody who has pain, I know they're dealing with guilt. And if it is chronic pain, then I realize that the pattern may be so old that they're not even aware of what it is. However, I do know it has to, a lot to do with I'm not good enough. So we want to nourish ourselves. The heart represents love. love. The heart represents love. And the blood in the body, metaphysically, is joy. So if you get this image of the heart lovingly pumping joy throughout the body, through all the veins and arteries and nourishing every single cell in the body, that is the normal, natural state of the body. When we cut off our joy, when we deny ourselves love, then we are stopping our hearts from doing their the proper work. See, heart attack people are never joyous people. Besides, the heart does not attack us. What we do is we spend years squeezing the joy out of the heart until it falls over and gets sick. That was Louise Hay. Her website is louisehay.com. You can check out today's entire talk on the YouTube. It is called Conversations on Living by Louise L. Hay. All right, my friend, I will see you tomorrow with my main man, Jake Ducey. Thanks for tuning in. I'm out. Peace.